Excellent Sheep by William Tereshevich. One sentence summary. Excellent Sheep describes how fundamentally broken elite education is, why it makes students feel depressed and lost, how educational institutions have been alienated from their true purpose, what students really must learn in college, and how we can go back to making college a place for self-discovery and critical thinking. My favorite quote from the author is, You won't be able to recognize the things you really care about until you have released your grip on all the things that you've been taught to care about. William Dereshevich If you're a college student, read this book next. In terms of helping intelligent young people in higher education who secretly feel lost and like they don't know what they really want out of life, this is the best wake-up call I've found all year. Earlier this week, I started my master's degree at Technical University of Munich, after two years of being self-employed. On the outside, it looked to a lot of people like I couldn't make freelancing work, and some might even think I came to my senses, quote-unquote. What I haven't talked a lot about yet is that after finishing the degree, I still have no intent to work for anyone but myself. My choice had a purely economical reason. Plus, I like Munich, I'll admit that. Being a student for another two years is the cheapest way to keep working on my lifestyle business in terms of tax, health insurance, etc., etc. I hope to not only pull it off, but to also inspire my fellow students to do their own thing in the process, which is why I started documenting their journey on my Instagram. Let's see what else I can do to try and fix the system from within, so people come out as lions and not just excellent sheep. In the meantime, here are three lessons from the book. 1. Elite college students feel lost and depressed, many of whom end up in careers they don't like. 2. Prestigious universities are run like businesses, not schools. 3. College should be a time of critical thinking and self-discovery, not mere skill acquisition. Chances are your view of higher education is warped. I know mine was. Let's remove the filter, okay? Excellent Sheep Lesson 1. Most elite college graduates end up in financing or consulting because they don't know what they really want and feel lost. This answers the question, where do all the elite college graduates go? First of all, the problems with our educational system aren't limited to elite schools like Harvard, Yale, where the author is a professor, and Columbia. The system as a whole is fundamentally broken, and it shows. According to a 2010 study by the American Psychological Association, almost 50% of students report a feeling of hopelessness and over 30% admit being so depressed that they find it hard to function normally throughout the year. Of course, the already tough strain that's put on students these days is taken to an extreme at schools like Stanford, where students tend to suffer from something called Duck Syndrome. On the surface, they seem to be cruising along, but beneath the water, they're struggling. Hard work isn't that hard when it's fun. But when you don't know what kind of life you want, it's impossible to find that kind of work. Because most students and recent graduates don't even have the time to do the kind of self-searching college is actually meant for, they end up in jobs they don't really care for. For example, almost half of all Harvard graduates end up in finance or consulting even though very few of them indicated any interest in these industries when they started out as freshmen. Excellent Sheep Lesson 2 The most prestigious college institutions are run like businesses, not schools, so they miss the point of education.
This answers the question, what is one of the many reasons the school system is so broken? The reason students feel lost lies, at least in part, with the way the colleges they attend are run. Especially prestigious schools suffer from monetization, because the more money a college has and makes, the more it's run like a business, not a school. For example, TU Munich has a budget of almost 800 million euros. In case of Harvard and Co, we're talking about billions. With money comes pressure to keep and grow that money, so elite colleges try to be efficient by spending most of their budget on research, which in turn generates more funding and revenue. That means economically profitable majors are preferred over liberal arts ones. The professors have to be great researchers, but not necessarily great teachers, and students are treated like customers. In spite of being artificially hard to get in, Harvard admits about 5% of all applicants, once students enroll and pay thousands of dollars, their average GPA soars to about 3.43 out of 4.0 maximum points in 2007. If on a 0 to 4.0 scale the average is 3.43, the scale is either wrong or the number is inflated. This adds even more pressure to perform and so most students don't use their time in college to do what it's actually meant for, which is... Excellent Sheep Lesson 3. Originally, college was a time of self-discovery and learning, to think critically and we need to go back to that. This answers the question, what is college really meant for and how do we get back to that? Learning how to think for themselves. When you graduate high school at 18 years old, you have a whole ton of ideas and beliefs about the world, most of which aren't your own. Your parents, your teachers, your friends, they've all majorly shaped your views and values. If done right, college is the best place to let go of these acquired beliefs, which the ancient Greeks called doxa and thought it to be our duty to liberate ourselves from them. College in its original form made this possible mainly due to two factors. Number one, being a break from the real world, away from family and career pressure, giving you time to think critically and discover what you really want. And number two, having qualified teachers challenge your opinions and beliefs and starting a dialogue about them. Finding out what you really want takes time. But time is the last thing you have on an obstacle course, which is exactly what most colleges have turned into. So wherever you go to school, remember, don't rush. Take your time, ask questions, and think about what you really want. Here's what I learned from Excellent Sheep by William Dereshevich. First of all, I hope I didn't butcher the guy's name. It's super, from the spelling it sounds Polish, I'm not exactly sure. Anyway, William Dereshevich, that's my <laughs> um, probably poor uh, pronunciation of it. So I want to, I think this is a good point for me. This is a good, a good point in time for me to just share my story and my lessons with college, right? Because this book, it, it ranks so true with me, uh, the whole points, the lessons, I mean, I... Yes, so <laughs> everything in there I can confirm from my college experience. So I went to uh, Karlsruhe, that is a KIT in Karlsruhe, Karlsruhe Institute of Technology, which is a prestigious school in Germany, a public one. Um, 
and I did management and technology, which is like a mix of management and engineering. And I'm doing sort of the same thing at TU Munich now, which is one of the most prestigious um, universities in Germany. I would say in Germany, probably Munich and Berlin are the only two people even know outside of Germany, especially outside of Europe. Um, and... Uh, most of our schools in Germany are public, by the way, so we don't have to pay those horrendous college uh, tuition fees that uh, U.S. students suffer so much under. Um, so there's not that. So that's one aspect in, in Germany that's great. The public education is great and it's free. So there's a big plus for, for that uh, in and of its own. Um, by the way, this is also what part of... Partly shaped my decision, right? So, <laughs> in the summary, I noticed myself. I try to oversell it a little bit when I say, "Well, oh, it's purely economical, right?" There's tax reasons and stuff. That's true, tax, health insurance, and so on. That's that's all true. But uh, obviously, there's more to that, right? So, uh, right now, if I'm honest, I would say there's three parts to that. There's the whole tax and economic situation thing, where it's literally economically more feasible for me to be enrolled somewhere and a student rather than not being that. There's the time aspect, because I can't think of any other scenario, even a part-time job, where I would have more time and more liberty to uh, to arrange my time to actually work on my business uh, as compared to a college degree, because in Germany, you generally don't have to go to classes. So it's all non-attendance. You have one final at the end of the semester, and that's 100% of your grade. And by the way, how how screwed up is that? Um but so there's a time aspect where I think hmm, I'm going to have the maximum time available. And lastly, there's the whole paranoia aspect and safety aspect where I'm like, and and my parents and we're all very, I don't want to say conservative, but my parents went to school. Uh, and my sister goes to school. It's like we, we, we're not entrepreneurs, basically. And so um, we got to ease. I got to ease into that and sort of having the degree on the back burner and knowing I'll always be able to go and get a full-time job if I ever need to, that's sort of my, my peace of mind, right? So there's the whole, why did I go back to college? Now, in terms of, in terms of college experience, so I, I, was, I had a really easy time in high school. I can't say anything else, if I'm honest. It's, it was really easy for me. I didn't have to study much. I enjoyed all the subjects. I enjoyed the learning. I had fun with my friends. It was all manageable. It was all cool. And I, I got out of school. I applied to that school, first of all, because I also didn't know what to do. I asked my uncle who you guessed it, is a consultant. He's a partner at a big consulting firm. And he told me, go to Karlsruhe, study that, because if you want to be a consultant, and I was like, I want to be a consultant. This looks fun, right? Business, awesome, making money, yay. Um, and so I did that. And I found myself in the same hamster wheel that is elite college education, as described here in this book. So first semester, it hit really hard because there was so much to do, so much studying. I, I was studying like, 50 hours every week at least staying in the labor in the library till very late um trying like passing i passed all my exams i did all right uh, second semester i sort of flipped and and didn't go to any classes because in the beginning i went to everything and then i went to nothing i got the same grades and then third semester was the most brutal one uh, and after that fourth semester that was okay and then I took an exchange semester because also my uncle said, you know, you got to do an exchange semester. And I was like, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Let me go to the US. I got into the program and everything. So that was cool. And only when I got there, because in the US, 
for all it's worth, for all the shitty tuition fees you have to pay, you have more time. Even there, it's it's kind of bad, especially at the elite ones. But at the it was a public school I went to, UMass Dartmouth. It wasn't so bad, and I had homework every week, but I was diligent. I did all my stuff, and then I had tons of time left, right? And that was the first time I experienced this this time of critical thinking and self discovery because I had the time, right? And if you don't have that, you can't experience that. And as soon as I got that, I realized, man, I don't want to be a consultant. Damn it! What the hell am I doing? I, so I had no desire to be a consultant. I had no desire to be compensated with tons of money for doing shitty, grueling work that I don't care about. And so, and that's when I started reading blogs and learning about self-improvement and starting to read books. And I got up at 5 a.m. and read. And I tried all these crazy things because I had the time, right, to experiment. And I really needed that. And once I came back, I was pretty much sold on the idea, man, I have to do something else. I have to like become an artist or do my own startup or work at a really cool company or whatever. I don't know, but I know it's not what I wanted to do before. And so I finished the degree. I did an internship at BMW that was really, really fun. I only did that because it was one of the most awesome products I know and I really like and care about. And that was a lot of fun. And I will go back in a heartbeat if I got the chance. Uh, and continue to keep writing on the side, of course, right? Um, so I, it generally changed my thinking so, so much. Um, and so if you're in college uh, or, yeah, if you're in college, all I can say is find a way to get that time. Find a way to, to make that time for getting a break from the real world, for having time to think, time to sleep, time to do stuff with friends, time to try new things um you can't control who your teachers are and maybe they're good and maybe they're not and maybe they'll start a dialogue with you and maybe they'll just try to force feed you stupid stuff but the whole time aspect that's something you can control right so take a semester longer take a break if you need to whatever don't stress yourself don't kill yourself for college um it's not all worth it you might have a sneak a a sleek resume by the end of it but what's what's that gonna get yeah we're all gonna die uh, and <laughs> really just do what's fun right the work that inspires you that makes you that makes you feel valued and validated and don't i don't know just don't waste your time uh, so if you have the time if you have the possibility take some time in college figure yourself out make it longer whatever you need to but don't rush into something that's gonna make you unhappy all right i know a little ranty a little long um but i hope sharing my story on this helped you a little bit um and i will see you on the next summary